Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Mal Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice show where we take your sticky sexual situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. I think you're going to need to hit that one again. Nope, that was it. Alright, simply put, we bread. Oh sorry, was I doing a Dane? Uh, we find questions online, or we get them from our lovely listeners and we answer them on the topic of sex and dating for you guys. We made it. As, As you can tell, we are very professional. It's it's only like we've done this for 121 episodes or something. Definitely, we've only done it for 120. Now Is we've done it for 121. You gobshite. Because there's a unnumbered episode in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we did make it to the end of the Trump presidency. Again, I'm always nervous to say things like this because... Who knows if he's going to be badly written, America is going to happen again. He's going to pop up next week. He did say he would be back, I think, or something. He, he said, it, I'll be back in some form. So I'm thinking vapor. Yeah. Do you think he's going to like be a ghost? (laughs) Hey, we can hope. Do you think maybe he's like stashed little holograms of himself all over the White House? I think the form he's he's going to be around in is the poop he's put under various pieces of furniture in the White House because, you know, he's done it. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Little little Trump nuggets scattered throughout the highest seat of the country. That's a bad term. Are you ready for some sex news? Oh, yeah. We haven't had sex news in a while. There's a lot of sex news today. So buckle your seatbelts. Heard about Gwyneth Paltrow's candle? Is it a new one that doesn't smell like her vagina? No, it's the same one, but they're reportedly now exploding in people's homes. Um, <laughs> we explode? I don't know. We warned you. We warned everybody. <laughs> they're just like, ah, oh, fuck, we made dynamite. That yeah, we were supposed to make a candle. We made dynamite. I'm hey, sorry, guys. You, maybe this is a big flex so that Gwyneth can turn around and be like, hey, told you my pussy's the bomb. Oh! She seems so pragmatic as Pepper Potts in the Marvel movies. I know. And then you hear about her in real life and she's just some like evil, like crystal vagina witch. I don't know. Um, Thompson, who lives with her partner, David, said they threw the flaming candle at the front door. Could have burned the place down. It was scary at the time. But funny looking back, the Gwyneth's vagina candle exploded in my living room, she said. Okay, hold on. They said flaming candle. That is specifically what candles do. Mm-hmm. I, that's the thing. A lot, of the, a lot of the headlines were it exploded. A lot of the headlines were it ignited. And I was like, there's a big difference. Because one is specifically its purpose. And the other one is, is more dangerous. In further into this article, it does say the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere. <laughs> so that that is a little bit more dramatic. But I, I will say, people, we did warn you. I mean, it's yeah, it's like oh, this it exactly. I'm sure wanted to give a very rich person your hard earned money so that you could smell her vagina or at least a, you know, proximity of manufactured her vagina Mm -hmm. then this is kind of what you get this is kind of instant karma in my opinion yeah are you ready for item number two sure this uh found this on on wow not on greg but it was by someone called clark greg they they tweeted this out and it's their favorite for headline of the year and i haven't read the article because i don't think we need to but the title is first preserved dinosaur butthole is perfect and unique paleontologist says unlike all those shitty copy (laughs) face buttholes we have yeah that's that's all i need to know quite frankly 
Are you ready for the third piece of now, sex? Now, hold on. Is there a through line here? Is this Clark? Isn't Clark Gregg the name of Agent Coulson from Marvel? I don't know, but would you like to reveal that this is actually an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. operation right now? Because I don't think they're launching Dinosaur Butthole as one of their characters until the new 53. It is, Clark Gregg is the name of Agent Coulson. Wow. So, so currently, I don't know if this is the same Clark Gregg. I'm going to pretend it is, because right now, I'm hoping we're going to get a Marvel, Marvel trifecta here. So hit me with the next piece of news. Uh, have you heard of battleshits.ca it's chris hemsworth's new website it is yeah this is all marvel themed uh no so i don't know what this is and i'm I'm pretty sure i don't want to know what this is but they've been posted all throughout downtown toronto i've seen people sharing images of it and it's a poop emoji with a captain's hat on it it's just the the giant image and it says visit battleshits.ca to send poo to your friends and family anyone really only 420 plus hst p.s Totally anonymous unless you say otherwise. Four twenty, as in like four dollars and twenty cents mm. for a little Trump nugget. That seems like a very confusing business model. Also, is this just some guy who's like, I need to get my shit everywhere? It's poo poo pee poo man. Was he ever arrested, or is he now just like you know? He's learned that it's really easy to set up mobile like work from home. He's working from home for the pandemic, which is weirdly considerate given his previous biological terrorism. This is a strong move. Again, I haven't checked out the website because I'm not sure I want to. I guess we'll leave that up to our brave listeners. Too. Yeah, if someone wants to explain to me what battleshits.ca is, go for it. Are you ready for yet another piece of sex news, Dane? Good lord, yeah. Did you hear about the Bumble vigilantes? No, this sounds interesting. Yeah, so... Right after the Capitol riot, a bunch of Bumble users um, in D.C. changed their uh, changed all their information to like, you know, hardcore conservative looking for blah, blah, blah. And like mentioned that people who were involved in the Capitol riot were like heroes and were flooded with information from people who had flown in for the weekend who were like, oh, I'm a hero. eh?" And then they reported them all to the FBI and got like 17 people arrested. Nice. But now Bumble has removed its political filter. It, the actual Business Insider article is Bumble removed political filter after people used it to lure conservatives who were at the Capitol riot into sending incriminating evidence. I see. Like, if there's nothing that Bumble should be used for, is that? <laughs> Fuck dating. Yeah. It is now a vigilante app. I know. This is like, I, I love this. I think it's a pretty badass thing to do. Bumble has like at least it used to way back when was like you could switch it from like dating to professional to like friendship mm-hmm. so you could like set which sort of you know world you were swiping in i would love if they added another one of like vigilante. crime fighting yeah mm-hmm. vigilante bumble yeah i know you're ready for the last piece of news i mean i'm a little overloaded but yeah let's go for it well this is uh you might want to check the image i just sent you um and this is the cutting edge of sex technology okay what do you think that is? Uh, I mean, it kind of looks like a bullet in which you'd put like a special cartridge to fight maybe werewolves off. Yeah, uh, but the cartridge is your testicles and the werewolves you're fighting are the lack of orgasm in a woman's life or a man's life because this is a special item. I'll, I'll just read out the uh, I'll just read out the copy because, you know, they worked hard on this. Meet Baldo. The device that turns your testicles into a second penis. Ever wish you could penetrate a partner with your balls? It's called ball sex, and the baldo has you covered. You just tuck them in there, 
and 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 the rigid cone, I guess, makes it into a more phallic shape, and then you fuck them with your balls. I mean, I'm sure someone's thought of it, but when I think of my balls, the last thing I think is, man, I really wish I could cram this into something and then use it as a blunt object. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It looks very painful. The thing is, is like just in the structure of balls, there's like the dick is meant for like up and down movement. Balls are specifically meant to like be able to move around as to not hurt them. Yeah, or be so to restrain them, and then like, like trying to penetrate someone with, you know, just the the skin in which the scrotum connects to my body, as its tether. Yeah, seems like a wildly unpleasant experience, and I'm sure you could extrapolate how unpleasant that was by re-listening to the sentence that I just said. Yeah. It apparently they insist Baldo resolves the sensitivity issue by holding and cupping the testes in such a way that they feel protected, not ticklish. I will say ticklish was not my my worry, but yeah, like, deep throbbing pain or decapitation was. Hey Baldo, the the one thing I was not worried about was oh boy, that looks like it'll tickle. That's... <laughs> don't don't want to get giggly. I don't want to be permanently harmed, and my balls are the freshest they've ever been. Which you'll find out why later on, but you could probably guess if you listened last week. I don't want to lose them now. All right, that's it. Hit me with a question. Okay, this comes from Reddit user Loft Fairy. Friendly guy to everyone, but not so much me? Just seeking a general opinion here. There's this guy at work from another office somewhere far, but drops by one to two times a week, who is quite friendly to everyone, including me. But when I text to him on WhatsApp, without revealing my identity, but dropping enough details to tell it's me, he's not so friendly. Like his replies sound quite forced. And the most recent time I talked to him face-to-face, telling him I'm leaving the country soon, he was polite and friendly at first, then looked like he was rushing to get away. I swear I did not do anything to annoy him before, so anyone have any idea what could be the reason? It's <laughs> yep. a weird question. Why, yep. are you, why are you mystery messaging this man? It's like, everything about this question, it's like, hey, nice to everyone except me, and then immediately, he's nice to me, <laughs> then immediately, when he doesn't know it's me, when I'm secret texting him on... Like, why? I wouldn't be particularly polite to someone who was messaging me who I didn't know who they were. Like, they, they, they seem forced. You should be happy they're replying to you at all if you're this mystery figure. That's the thing. It's like, imagine you got a text completely mysterious and unknown. You're not going to be like, hey, pal, what's up? How's it going? How was oh your God. weekend? Hey, what it's like... See? You just automatically, like for me, I automatically assume it's either a wrong number or spam. Mm-hmm. And like my first thing is just like, who this? <laughs> yeah, or, who this? Or I feel awkward because like if it's not any of those things, like I don't want the person on the other end to think I deleted their number or something. If I wanted you to have my number, mm-hmm. you'd have my number? Yeah. You know what I mean? To like, like, how did you get this dude's WhatsApp number? Also, like. So the funny thing is, like, you you can click onto someone's WhatsApp profile, and it gives you, like, a picture of them, usually, and often, like, more detail. It's one of our, it was one of our tips for figuring out someone's name if you forgot to get it on a night out after you met them. So maybe they do know it's you, and they're like, why is this person texting me all weird? Because you seem like you're actively trying to avoid identifying yourself, which seems strange. It's all very, like, through the, the lens of this person, where she's like, oh, this person's friendly to everyone, but not me. But then it's like, this person's friendly, including me. Mm-hmm. So, okay, like right there, I've seen a drastic 
change in tone. So maybe they like maybe he didn't actually rush to get away. Maybe you know he has things to do, and you're like, "Hi, I'm leaving the the business," and the guy's like, "Oh shit, sorry, that's too bad." Anyway, I gotta go. Okay, bye. Even in that instance, she says he was nice, and then was hurrying away. So it's like, how how nice does he have to be for the conversation? You know what I mean? Because clearly, she is far too into this relationship, whatever it is. Yeah, it's also like she makes no reference as well as to like what her intentions are. Like, are you attracted to this dude? Or are you just kind of like upset that this guy isn't like your best friend immediately? I don't know. Like, why are you being secretive on WhatsApp? And then like, what did you expect him to do when he, you were like, Oh, Hey, I'm quitting soon. Were you expecting him to profess his love or ask you out? And like, this isn't even a coworker, right? It's a guy who visits the office occasionally. Yes. So like, that's a very, like that's a very removed position for this person to be in. To like, even if it was a coworker who was like, "Oh, that's you know nice," but like, I gotta go do a thing. I wouldn't exactly be too worried about this response. But like, this guy barely knows you, and also might be aware that you're you're the mystery creeper on fucking WhatsApp. Also, like, as for the WhatsApp coldness, one, if he doesn't know who you are, why the fuck would he be nice to you? And two, it's like maybe like some people just have. They, they just, like, text kind of absentmindedly or aren't very much into texting. Or they could be busy. Or they might not think it's important. Because, again, who the fuck are you? Stop messaging me. Yeah. Like, none That's... of this... Okay, you need to get over your issue here. One, figure out what it is. Why are you craving attention from this guy? Then just, like, analyze the situation, which it sounds like you've done, but way too much. And just think of what we just said. Like, why would they care? They don't know who you are. Why are you doing this weird gambit? What are you hoping to get out of this? Because whatever it is, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Unless your aim is to be ridiculed by two Canadian podcasters. Here's a, like, going forward, don't assume someone can piece together your hints. Because we, judging by just this thing, it's like, you're vague as hell. So I don't know if you're, the hints you're dropping while remaining anonymous is, like, just if you're texting someone that doesn't have your number, be like, hey, it's, you know, Martha from the workplace. You know what I love is, like, at this point, like, she can't, can't she? Like, they've been having this mystery chat for so long. It's like, what if she's just like, oh, by the way, it's Martha. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> Why didn't I know this this whole time? Why didn't you tell me this? This is so baffling. I would love, I would, like, dearly love to see this text chain. Can we, can yeah, we me message too. and just ask for it? <laughs> can you please post a screenshot of your WhatsApp message yeah, history? please. Because I promise you, the, like you know, dropped enough details without telling it to me is not enough details. Oh, they definitely didn't. They were probably like, oh, just watching, you know, Parks and Rec season four because she said that once at the office. But this guy fucking visits occasionally. He didn't pay attention to that. Just tying my red shoelaces. <laughs> what? That doesn't mean anything. Uh, yeah, you need you need to figure out what you want from this and, like, be more direct, I guess? Because mystery, like... Mystery WhatsApp is not the way forward ever, I'm pretty sure. No, not at all. Uh, This is by Yellowcopter. Today I fucked up by complimenting my dates, but... I, 32-year-old female, went on my first date in nearly a year last night. We met on a dating app. He, 33, male, was pleasant and polite, but for me there were no romantic feelings, and while I had a nice time, I wasn't interested in seeing him again. We parted with a smile and texted each other that we got home safely. I went to bed. This morning, he sent me a somewhat lengthy text about how he had a wonderful time, felt a lot of chemistry, and couldn't wait to hang out again. I was hesitant on the best way to respond, so I sat in it for a while. 
Eventually, in the middle of unloading groceries and wrangling my toddler, I decided I was being a jerk by not replying, grabbed my phone to bite the bullet, sent a thanks, you're great, but not the one for me-esque message. Except instead, I typed what I thought was thanks and hit send accidentally. That would have been fixable, but it didn't say thanks as it turned out. My phone autocorrected it to that ass. That ass. So now I've said, dude, I meant to let down gently a text message just complimenting his butt. It's been 15 minutes. He has not yet responded. And it's been too long for me to quickly own the screw up. So here I sit. I mean, like, I assume she sent more than just that ass. That's all she said. That ass. Oh, it was like at the start of the message. Yeah, like she, she was starting the message and accidentally sent it. And like said thanks and then hit send accidentally and was like, oh, oops. And then when she looked to like rectify it, it just said that ass. This is such a weird, like, why would you stop there? Well, well okay. Hit, hit us with what you would have done then. I Sorry, like, if I, I meant I'm dumping you. Yeah, like, what the fuck is, the, like, what's the downside? You're not seeing this guy again. That's Oops, fair. you you fucked up a text message with autocorrect, which is a universally, you know, common thing that everyone knows happens. You could just be like, oh, fuck, sorry, autocorrect. You know, thanks. And if anything, it gives a little bit of, you know, levity to the situation of being like, Haha. and like, maybe throw him a compliment being like, but, you know, your ass is great. You know, give him that compliment sandwich. You said that ass, which is usually positive, right? So he's probably thinking that you guys are going to go out again. How about you hit him with a thumbs down in the next message? Just that <laughs> ass, thumbs down. You'll get the message pretty quickly. <laughs> the barfy face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. One emoji later, you've changed the whole tone. And you probably don't even need to send the rest of it, really. Yeah, it's very strange to me that people like get mortified by this shit like no fuck it you made a mistake just keep texting him like don't run away because you said something incorrect like you sent a mistext to someone like it'd be one thing if you really like this guy and you sent you know a message that was meant for your friend that was mm-hmm. really gross like if you were like oh hey like you know if i was if i was dating someone and i sent you a message being like dude i just had the worst diarrhea i'm pretty sure i shat all over the walls and i sent that to a girl I was interested. Cool. Great. Being mortified. That's a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, it's so it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, like I think sending a nice thing to a person you don't want to see is so much better than sending a bad thing to someone you do want to see. Yeah. Like um, we need to get over this idea of like, Oh no, something went like, you know, marginally wrong. The world is o- is over. I fucked it. Up. It's like you didn't fuck up at all. Like in the grand scheme of even just the last, you know, 12 months, mm-hmm. if this is the biggest thing you fucked up, you're okay. Yeah, I feel like it's it's so easy to just be like, oops, that was meant to say thanks. Ha ha ha. But you do have a nice bum. Great. And then be like, look, however, I don't really think I'm feeling it. Boom, easy. And and you've like slid in a compliment as and as you said, a little bit of levity, right? So it could be an even better position than before. Now there yeah. is an update. Do you want me to hit you with the update? Sure. They say, haven't dated since before apps were a thing, and I was married for seven years, so please give me some grace for being very bad at this. We were on an outdoor walk, blah blah blah, some shit that doesn't really matter. Then finally the update. He replied, sending me the link to the music video for Mr. Jones. I do not know if this was an accidental text or if I'm missing symbolism here. Counting crow's plans, please advise. Then we chatted as if nothing weird had happened. In any case, I decided the universe was facilitating enough rom-com vibes. I might as well go on one more date with a nice friendly dude. And for what it's worth, a pretty decent butt. 
Too long didn't read. I am seeing that ass again. Hey, you know what? This is a fucking great story. Yes. If if it pans out, like if you guys actually like a little bit of serendipity, why not? Like I would, I would actually fall for this as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I panic that much and then like, you know, you start chatting with someone, the guy didn't do anything wrong. If you just weren't no. feeling the first date, that's cool. He did just send her the link to Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. Are we going to skip over that? Because that's a little weird. I don't, I'm not, like, I know the song, but let me, Mr. Like, Jones' what, lyrics. What does that mean? Oh, apparently it's about not being able to talk to girls and thinking that if you were rock stars, it would be easier. So maybe he's oh, okay. he's all shy because she said something nice about his butt. Yeah. But you know so what? There like, you go. Yeah, I, I feel like at least. Also, to be fair, if you said someone like that ass and then someone sends you back something just as fucking random, like, yeah, we don't really I get them. I think it's a good sign that like he's clearly so awkward because I don't think sending Mr. Jones is, is a particularly smooth move back. Maybe I'm wrong. But you guys are both terrible, so this is great. Yeah, I I think go into it with less expectations and just have a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you've had your first date. You've gotten the weird first date fucking awkward jitters out. Now just go have a lovely time with this dude and see where it goes. And if you're still not feeling it, you gave it your best shot. And that's all yeah. you can really say when you're dating new people. Not hit me with another one? Um, this is another workplace romance sort of situation uh this comes from a reddit user there's just a bunch of numbers and letters what would you do here you sleep with a guy at work and he goes around telling everyone in the office how bad you smell now you have the reputation as the stinky girl how do you deal with this reputation what do you do besides quit your job what a dick <laughs> right that's that's not cool at all and she's in a position of power so i will i read through some of the comments and she doesn't want to like retaliate because apparently he does have a very small penis and was not good in bed and that was why she didn't want to keep seeing him uh because she like just the, the sexual experience was a terrible yeah i'm assuming he has probably inferred as much and is like probably preemptively salting the earth so that he seems better i don't know it's a fucking dick move don't do that ever let alone with someone you work with yeah i remember there was a time i think it was like junior high or high school or something and mm -hmm. i was dating this girl for it was like the dumbest shit literally one of her friends came up and was like do you want to date her and i was like oh okay and we made out like four times and like that was the extent of our relationship and then we broke up and she ended up being so fucking mean to me, like every chance she got. And she was like, I can't remember like what she would do. She'd be like, oh, you're you're ugly or whatever. I'd be like, you asked me out. So what does that say about you? Um, yeah, I never understood true. the like, I've slept with someone or like you've done something or you dated someone and then like hit them with like all the like really mean stuff. Because it's like, yeah, but you went after them, like you approached them, you pursued mm -hmm. them. So what does it like? What does that say about you? Yeah, and also just it's it's shitty. You know what I mean? Like if something happened, like let's say they were you know abusive or something, and you know you told your friends, that's one thing. But like to just go and like trash someone for no reason, especially at work, and like I actually think it's worse that she's in the position of power because it's like one, he's kind of undermining that position of power at work. Sorry, when I when I said position of power, I meant that like she has ammunition. Oh. Not that she is a like boss or manager or something. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, in, in this situation, if retaliation was the way forward, which like I don't think it is, 
you kind of always have a position of power because you can say whatever the fuck you want, right? Like, what are they going to say? Like, no, pull out their dick and like a ruler and be like, look, or like, <laughs> take a whiff, sniff my taint. It's not really bad, you know? Like, no one's actually going to really be able to do that, which is, again, also really shitty because it's like you have no way of proving that you don't smell unless there's a hotter guy at the office and you have to leverage this situation in your favor. So you wait till someone says that and then you walk right up and you're like, oh, let me guess. You heard that 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 smelly rumor, huh? And he's like, oh, I'm like, you want to see if it's true? Wink. Because like no, no one who's smelly is going to be that confident. Well, I don't know if him and then it's wins all around. Then he goes around. He's like, damn, she's not smelly at all. I mean, like, also, the thing about smell is that it's not discreet. If you're a smelly person. Yeah, it's. It's obvious. Like, it's not something that, like, you only discover if you're having sex. Also, well, if you if the only time you smell is during sex, that's fine. If you're not getting sweaty and stinky during sex, you're probably doing it wrong. Well, I assume he probably meant her vagina, right? If, oh. if it's like a sex, you know. And that just kind of makes it a little bit more embarrassing as well. Because, like, if it was just that she stunk, like... The office would probably already know if it was a thing. And if it wasn't, it's not. So whatever. So I'm assuming he's either saying like her house or her sheets smell or like her vagina smells or like her feet. I don't know. Something a little bit more intimate, which you can't necessarily disprove. I'm saying, you know, wait till someone says it. Be like, wink. Let's see if we can, you know, you want to see the proof? Like fucking call their bluff to a hotter guy. You go home. You fuck him. He realized you smell great. You go back into the office, you slept with a hotter guy, everything's a win, you never had to drag him down, but he's still gonna feel it. Now, Is however, it a win? You, you, make sure. do you really want the reputation of being the girl It's like, oh, just call her stinky and she'll fuck you? Well, that's not what happened. You twisted the situation around on one specific person who you find attractive. Alright, I'm just saying this office sounds like fucking high school. So if, yeah, but you know, if the stinky rumor catches on... Yeah, but if someone mocked you in high school and you turned it around into a way to have sex with the hottest girl who then came back and was like, hey, he doesn't sink at all. But this is golden. It's a different. We both know it's a different story for men and women. Then then you fucking hit me right now. Hit me with something, Dane. First of all, I will say addendum. You got to make sure you don't smell first. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe make sure you you don't have stinky parts like Um, just. Just take take a you know make sure your home is is hygienic and your sheets and your your parts because you know what maybe maybe something happened maybe you're just not aware and maybe as shitty as this situation is maybe it could be helpful but if that's not the case just throw that away we never talked about it doesn't matter my like I think in reality whoa I think you just like depending on what you do for work and depending on like if you've lost friends over this like if it's just you know, Steve from accounting and his buddies all being like, <laughs> like, fuck it. Um, but I do know that there is like a real danger of like work already sucks. And then having to go in with like that being like, Oh no, are people laughing about me behind me? Like that has a severe mental toll. So maybe talk to HR about it because someone who you've had like an intimate relationship with, and then is now spreading rumors about like your genitals or talking about your genitals. Like I would say that probably classifies as sexual harassment. Now, the only issue there is like, how do you prove that he's doing whatever? And also if that gets out, you might be, you know, now you're not just the smelly girl. You're the smelly girl who's an arc. And like, you know, if it doesn't work out in your favor pretty much immediately, you could definitely cut all ties. Whereas like, hopefully 
this office is like mature enough that like, yeah, if you've heard it and people are talking about it, that sucks. I'm going to hope it's just Steve and his douchebag friends from accounting and like no one else really cares. Cause like, you know, I, I, I'd like to think people are better than that. They probably aren't, but you know, these things blow over, especially if you don't make a big deal out of it. Sometimes again, if you have a way, like if there's a text or an email or like some concrete way that you can go to HR, by all means, fuck that dude. He's made his own bed. Um, but there is a risk, unfortunately, in coming forward if you don't kind of have something like that. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I just wouldn't want it to, to get worse. Um, this is a tough one because every workplace is different. You know what I mean? Like, it could be that she works with 10 other people who all suck, you know? And that's a different situation if, like, everyone's actively and gleefully spreading this rumor than if, you know, it is Steve and his douchebag friends. Yeah, I don't really think there's a good answer to this. I don't think there's like, oh, yep, there it is. That's the solution. Because there's always going to be the risk of, like, I. it's just a, a justifiable thing. If, like, you know, three people corner you and are making fun of you, you could easily just be like, yeah, but he fucking sucked in bed. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just a, you know, dude who's insecure, who can't please a woman to save his life, trying to get out before I say anything about it. Which in reality is probably what happened. Like you said, he was probably like, Oh shit. She's might start talking about me. I need to fucking, you know, put her in the ground. Cause then you could just be like, Oh, you're just, you're just trying to cover your ass. Oh, you're just making shit up. Yeah. He gets to one humble brag. Like, Oh, I had sex, which clearly is a big deal to, to him. Um, and to kind of like put you down at the same time so that it's like preemptive, which sucks. And honestly, I don't know why I'm shying away from the retaliatory thing. I don't think it'll make anything better. But at the same time, maybe it'll just make him shut the fuck up. I don't think he really deserves any fucking consideration, really. No. I, and, like, the thing is, like, there's there's also, like, your pride, right? And, like, your integrity to, like, stoop and, like, you know, jump down into the mud and start slinging it back is... I would be hesitant to do it as well. Like, I wouldn't want to be in that position of being, like this high school version of name calling. Yeah. I would, I don't know. I, like, hopefully you have a close, like <clears throat> set of friends and work. And I would like, you know, talk to them and just be like, Hey, have you heard what this guy's been saying? Like, what the fucking asshole? And like, presumably they will be on your side. And like, at the very least, you know, you can talk it out with them and know that they're on your side and that they, you know, that you maybe even let them know it wasn't great. I don't know. You don't have, you know, cause there's a difference between talking to people and like attacking. I've got it. Okay. I've solved it. Go for it. You call up your friend, Gwyneth Paltrow. You get her to make a candle of your vagina. Ooh. And then you now everyone, now everyone knows what you smell like and you have a weapon to blow this man's house up. Mm-hmm. What you do is you get in a WhatsApp chat with him. And you give him just enough hints that he thinks it's you. And you get him to admit, I don't know, actually, maybe just fucking message him and be like, hey, I hear you've been spreading weird fucking nonsensical rumors. Like, what's up with that? Because what's he going to do? Yeah, I mean, this is like, maybe this is a lunchroom sort of like, you know, if we're going to play the high school game, play the high school game. Walk right up to us and be like, hey, I heard you say my pussy smells. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and just like what's he gonna do be like oh no no that's not me it's like really you're gonna you're gonna like act like you didn't do it mm-hmm. you know what i mean because like and then he's just gonna look like a coward either he's like yeah it does be like cool you got a small dick 
<laughs> yeah, right, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. It's funny because you're the one who kept texting me afterwards saying how good it was and how you want to do it again. So which one is it? I feel like, yeah, sometimes you just got to call someone on their fucking bullshit. You know, it's not necessarily that you're personally attacking them, but you are challenging them. And this guy's clearly a coward. Yeah, 100%. If you do text him and he's like, well, your fucking pussy does smell or something, then you've got something you can bring to HR. So I don't know. It's it's not ideal, unfortunately, but know that we have your back and this guy is a fucking douche. Now, speaking of the scent of your genitals, do we want to take a quick break? I think we do. Support this week for Fuck Buddies is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Now, I will say, my balls have never smelled better. It's incredible. It's something you don't really think about until you start doing it. And it is... It's fresh. It's tasty. Well, I'm not going to say tasty. I'm going to walk Ooh, back okay. on the tasty. Is that an official report you've gotten back? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna walk back on that remark. I will say I could now go to any office and if a rumor about my smelly balls went around, I, I would be like, no, look what I put on them. And they'd be like, damn it. I knew it was a lie. Um, so what we're talking about right now is Manscaped's uh, line of sweet, sweet smelling and perfectly balanced creams, lotions, and sprays, things like the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver. Um, these are all sort of deodorants and sprays in order to keep your balls smelling fresh. They also create an anti-chafing barrier to alongside the freshness because, let's be fair, bad smells and chafed balls are, are pretty terrible, both for you and for your partner. It's very frustrating because I've never been more excited to go back to work so I could put these boys to use. You know what I mean? It's funny because the anti-chafing and the freshness, like, that's what I need on a long, like, summer shift, which, like, both work and summer are quite far away right now. So I'm, like, looking at it and weirdly imagining not only going back to work, but also how my balls are going to feel, which I didn't think I would be doing. No, no. Manscaped offers a wide variety of uh, things to protect your balls and things to coddle them and pamper them, um, which is something that I don't think a lot of guys really understand how important it is for not only like, you know, your, your physical health and, and your confidence, but like for your mental health as well to know, like to feel fresh, especially in a time where we don't really get to do a whole lot of like, can't get haircuts, Mm -hmm. can't do any of this bullshit, but like at home, we can sort of like buckle down and just really take care of, of the things that we can take care of. Yeah. And like when we are unleashed on the world, you're going to be looking good. You're going to be smelling good. You're going to be feeling good down there. Talk a little bit more about the, the lotions of the, the crop preserver is, like you said, it has a, an anti-chafing ball. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant. Um, it features soothing aloe vera. So you're going to get like a real nice skincare because aloe vera is great for your skin. Um, and it also has like a quick absorbing gel that kind of acts as a barrier to make sure that one, you're not like getting the swamp crotch and two, you're not going to chafe because of it. And that to me is... That's music to my ears because like you said, nothing is worse in summer than having to run around in 40 degree heat with, you know, the heat of a thousand suns between your legs. That's too many suns between your legs, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, we mentioned last week that they have the uh, the lawnmower 3.0 just to like 
to deal with all your like your hair issues down there. Then you can deal with any scent issues. You deal with any discomfort. They've got the crop reviver. They've got the crop preserver. Pretty much the whole package to make your whole package seem good. So we are happy to be able to help you guys in your quest for ball perfection. We have a code. So it's going to be buddies20, B-U-D-D-I-E-S, two zero. And this will work globally, and it'll give you 20% off and free shipping. Yeah, we had a few people overseas let us know that the code didn't work last week, but we reached out to Manscaped, and the awesome people over there set us up with a code that should work worldwide everywhere that they do ship and provide products to. You should now be able to go on the website, which is manscaped.com, and while you're checking out, type in buddies, B-U-D-D-I-E-S, two zero, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping. Not only will we thank you, your balls will thank you as well. Okay, this is by Gamer Eli. Okay. How early in the relationship can I bust out the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition? Because I need to establish that real early. What do you need to establish? That that he needs to watch Lord of the Rings Extended Edition, obviously. I mean, like whenever, I guess? No, no. <laughs> dang, come on. Think about it for a second. Like, I don't think it's a first date movie at all. Okay, imagine. Here we go. We're, we're getting some progress here. It's definitely well, not a first date movie. Mm, mm. Or do you think you're not going to get a second date? In which case, you can prolong the first date. Oh, shit. Okay. Forever. Yeah, that's like 14 hours worth of date right there. Yeah. If you if you realize she ain't getting the be like, okay, do you want to maybe watch a movie? And then you throw on your like edited copy of all the extended cuts not just like the first movie you've stitched together Mm -hmm. all three of the movies to create the longest movie ever ever yeah if you're going for the endless first date gambit you don't want to give them a chance of you changing dvds because there's going to be a a decent hour or two where they're waiting to leave but then they're like wait is this movie this long and then, like, by the time they realize you've stitched them together somehow, they're going to be too invested in the beautiful story because, come on, to leave. Um, so that is, yeah, that is the only caveat I will say. You can definitely do it on the first date if you're doing the old never-ending date gambit, which is a classic move we established deep in our backstory. Yeah, episode 17, I think. Yeah, I believe so. If we're not doing that, that it is too long or too much for commitment, because I'm also assuming it's like, all three at once right even if it's not like one this guy's probably so into it that he doesn't want to distract himself in the middle of it by having something as petty as sex or like i don't know food or you know all those things you don't need um so i would say like seventh time you've gone out now when he says introduce is he just gonna like say it or watch it i believe he said bust out oh and busting out, I assume, means just shoving it in that disk drive and ramping it up. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll be honest. If anyone expected me, it, like, great. So, you know, I watched all the Harry Potter movies start to finish. I watched the most recent fucking Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, which was, it's, in fact, a crime. It literally is a crime. They're all arrested. Fucking Eddie oh, true, yeah. Red Redman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of their names. Um, is it Red Mane? 
Red Man, think, right? I don't fucking know. I think isn't that Ready Ed Man? <laughs> <laughs> Old Ed Red. Old Ed Red. Either way, I like you know, I don't really care about Harry Potter. I said it. Come at me. But Amanda does. I so I watched I watched all the movies, and that's fine. To but like if she expected me to sit down and watch all of them, and like no, I'm not gonna do that. I I love that you love it. And it would be the same thing if someone wanted me to watch 14 hours of Lord of the Rings. I'm cool with the Lord of the Rings. Great. But if someone wanted me to do it, I'd be like, baby, I will br- I'll order a pizza and I'll bring it down. You do your thing. I am going to not do it. So I think it could be a really nice day. I'm fucking love the Lord of the Rings extended edition. Now, I also think you have to be in a certain kind of like zone with each other. Because it's like, we don't recommend going out for movies on like a first date because it's kind of distancing, right? You're not really getting to know each other when you're just sitting there in the, in silence watching something. Uh, I feel like it's really good when you're in that like comfortable kind of like spend a whole day together but not do something special. Like get some takeout and just fucking like spend some good like caring comfort time. And I'm sure take some breaks to fuck. And I think that happens after you've seen each other. You know, a few times. It's not the first three dates by any means. I think it's like seven to ten. You know, because it's just, yeah. Good, I mean, nice, like low stakes way to spend a whole day together. I think it's yeah. It, when you guys get into the rhythm of like no longer having to go on these impressive dates, and it's just sort of like, hey, do you want to come over and watch a movie? And it's like, yeah, sure. And then you guys actually like just go and watch a movie. Like if that's if that's where your relationship is, yeah, sure. At this point, especially if it's like. One of those days where they've stayed over and you wake up and it's like gloomy and rainy and, you know, she's like, "Ah, I don't want to go out. Like, you know, I got to go home, but like it sucks outside. You'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's I'm going to make breakfast. We're going to put on Lord of the Rings. And that's what we're doing today. Yeah, that's a great that's a great day. Yeah. Or right after you guys go out and get like a little drunk and you're a little hungover and groggy the next day. And then it's like just cuddle up on the fucking couch. Watch Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. I do think if this is something, especially if she's not into Lord of the Rings, I think mm-hmm. you need to do need to pepper in like either you take a break and, and make a really nice meal or you're, you know, ordering the food. Like there needs to be a concession as well um, of being like, hey, you're doing something for me. So I'm going to treat you to, you know, dinner or lunch or whatever. I think that is a really nice thing. Like if, if someone did that for me, if I was kind of like, I don't really know if I'm into 14 hours of movie, but if that's 14 hours I get to spend with you and you're, you know, kind of pampering me a little, fuck yeah. I think, I think that's actually really nice. Like if you, cause like as a good partner, you're always going to do, or not always, but you know what I mean? You're going to want to do the things that your partner loves. Right. So if you, as the partner, you know, enforcing like putting the thing you love on somebody realize maybe they're not as into it as you are and like sweeten the pot a little bit just to you know make it a little better for them i think that's really nice there you go i also think if you if you really nail the first viewing this become like she could have fond memories of it later on and be willing to do it again Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like if it becomes your sort of like oh we're snowed in and we had plans but you know we can't do anything because there's you know 40 feet of snow outside then you'd be like hey Maybe we do another Lord of the Rings day. Yeah, I love it. I wouldn't expect them to fucking do it every time you wanted to watch it. I think that's unrealistic. But if you can kind of make it your, you know, this is the day we don't want to do anything day. I think that's a really cool way to do it. 
at the end of the episode, we like to peruse Tinder and various other online dating platforms. Uh, and we look at profiles for red flags and we, we comb them and see how we can either make them better or help you avoid the more disastrous ones in the effort of hopefully making your online dating experience a little more successful. I love how I thought you were going to say, or make them worse, which we haven't <laughs> done. But hey, some of them, I don't think we could. Uh, so first one is going to be Rat, who's a 35-year-old male. Rat? R-A-T. Cool. Uh, and his bio is quite simple. It reads, my name is Ray and I can't change it. <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it 10 out of 10 date 10 that out of 10, man yeah that's great date that rat uh we got another another man here uh which is funny because it's usually women's ones we get but we got jeff 26 uh i'm gonna be straight up most of you females on here are a joke you have your standards way too high he used the wrong two I'm way more on looks than on personalities and how someone will treat you. For all that match with me and continue to ghost, that's your fuck up. If you can't see I got a job, bust my ass every day, and got a nice truck that I worked hard to, then that's your loss. Keep messing with losers and getting hurt or pregnant and single. That almost started to sound like an Eminem song. <laughs> we could probably <laughs> make one. Um, the, like, the second anyone refers to women as females. <laughs> right. I stopped like there's a time and a place to use male and female uh, generically describing an entire group of people in the way that you just did. Not the time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Also, like maybe maybe it's just me, but like anyone who's that into their truck, that's got to be a red flag, right? Everything here is a red flag, like the bitterness, the like anger towards women, the like need to call them females yeah it, like it all just exudes like incel to me you know what i mean oh, like there's so much keep missing losers and getting hurt or pregnant and single <laughs> what yeah it's like cool dude you've really made women want to date you with that kind of energy nice yeah that's gonna be a strong zero yeah and now this one this one is weird i know that's saying something i guess it's a so we're looking at a survey, I guess. Okay. So on, so they say gnome owner, and then there's a bunch of questions and like little like boxes for you to tick, even though you can't tick them. Would I date you? Yes, all capitals, maybe, not saying, or probably. Pick one. I don't know. No. Okay. I don't know why I'm making you pick. I'm just going to give you the options. If you yeah. stay the night, I would give you half my bed, make you sleep on the floor, I wouldn't ask you to, again, using the wrong two, make you sleep in another room or give you my bed. If you kissed me, I'd aux. You wouldn't. Smile. Kiss you back. I don't know. Stare at you like WTF. You should. Inbox me. Text me. Talk to me more. Hug me more. Keep away from me. Put this as your status. That's it. Oh, so cool. It's a chain letter that they've included on their online dating profile. It's kind of the worst. Also, like, I, what age? I know they're not below 20, but they seem like they're 13 or something. Like, if you stayed the night, I'd make you sleep on the floor. Like, if you kissed me, ox. What? Yeah, I mean, like, this sounds like something that you used to put in your, like, fucking MySpace page or, mm -hmm. 
like in your MSN fucking handle. Like, yeah, nothing about this screams that they are ready for a mature relationship. Yeah, that's going to be just a straight up zero. Yeah, that's another zero for me. Now, I did mean to talk about John Dillamond earlier in our sex news. Okay. Did you hear about John Dillamond? No. So it is a brand new TV show about a man with a very large penis. Oh, yes. Yes, I know. Um, have you watched the trailer? No, I haven't. It's fucking great. It looks like a very good show. We got we to gotta check it out. I say we should watch an episode and come back and report on it next week. Uh, sure. Uh, thank you very much for listening, friends. That'll going to do us for this week. Um, thanks for joining us. Yeah, we love you and we love doing this. And we love doing this with you. To you. For you. With you. On you. Under you. In you. Out you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have a question and you would like us to answer it on the podcast, please reach out to us. You can reach us on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, FCK underscore buddies. You can hit us up on Instagram, FCK Buddies Podcast. Or you can find us online at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca. Yeah, thank you to Josh Eagle and our Harvard Cities for the song Paper Stars. Uh, at the end of the episode, we like to be treated by Niall as he finds the worst of sex writing from literature and modern arts, I suppose, because sometimes it's not books. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to survive it. Are you ready? Yes. Are you comfortable? I don't want to be. All right. So this is <laughs> How a Dad Sees His 15-Year-Old Daughter. daughter, And this is Dragonheart by Carol Klevansky. Dad, someone shouted from behind him. Primus turned around. An incredibly beautiful girl was running across the meadow toward him. Her skin was whiter than snow, and her golden hair was so long it almost brushed against the ground. She was as tall as any man could ask for. Her breasts, hidden by her chaste dress, were perky, tantalizing people wherever she went. Her long legs were admired by just as many men, even called art by some. Her waist was so thin, one could wrap their hands around it and almost touch their fingers together. Elaine, Primus smiled, and suddenly looked reinvigorated. He hugged the girl that had become his light in the endless darkness. Never understood the need to describe women as like, their skin was white as snow. That's not good. No. It's not a good thing to be. Also, like, there's not there's not that many shades of white, really. It's just it's just white. It's like what what other thing are you white like? And like the idea that you can wrap your hands around her waist, that's granted, I don't have the biggest hands, but like No, that's that's unhealthy. Or I just someone who does not know that, you know how people, especially women, are formed in reality. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, just talking about someone so sexual that, like, so sexually when they're your daughter, that's gross. Also, a 15-year-old daughter? Yeah, yeah I, I was actually going to say that, but I deleted the tab and I couldn't remember if she was that young. That's that's real gross. Real gross. And this oh. is something that someone jerked off to. Probably. Ugh. Uh, my name is Dan Miller. And my name is Nospain. We've been your fuck buddies. <laughs> <laughs>